Hello. Oh, here we go again. And welcome. If you say so. I'm Bartleby Nehi. And I'm Artemis Nehi. And we're the Kinetic Paranormal Society. And I'm not doing this anymore. Don't be silly, we're doing it right now. No, I'm done. A pair of socks and a magic wardrobe traveling through time and space investigating the supernatural. Just a single sock now. You're listening to Metacosmos. Oh, no, we're, we're not listening to Metacosmos. We're not doing Metacosmos. I think we're done. This is, this is, this should be the, um, the wrapping it up. Yes. Let's call this the wrapping it up. Did you get it out of your system? Are you ready? No, I just, I just said we're wrapping it up. Everyone's tuning out and they're done. They're done just like me. Oh, Artemis, you're so, I don't want to say naive because I usually do the role of the naive one. So you're just, oh, I love your spunk. Let's do this. Here we are bringing you Metacosmos. No, we're not. We're done bringing them Metacosmos. Remember, I declared it. I called dibs. No Metacosmos today. Artemis, you're in top form. I really want to let you know that I see you and I appreciate you. <sighs> fine, fine. I guess I'm not going to win this through. What, what are we podcasting about today, Bartleby? You know, I'm so glad that you're asking because... Before we get into it, I think we need to just, like, warm up this episode with a little bit of marinating. Don't people want to hear content? They don't want to hear us ramble. No, no, they definitely want to hear us ramble. I doubt anyone's listening. Well, let's not look and find out. Anyways, yeah, so, first of all, we should say, today it's 75 days until the kinetic race. Bum, bum, bum. Assuming I'm counting right, I might be off by one day because I don't know how the official count works. Like, it could be like, what, are we counting till Friday, the before the race, or the, the Saturday of the race, or I don't know what we're counting down. I think it's about 75 days from today, give or take a day, just like give or take an hour. You're just confusing people. You shouldn't even be talking about it. You should leave it to the professionals. I am a professional. I'm a paranormal investigator, professionally paranormal investigating the kinetic race. Okay, fine. Well, um, 75 days, that's... Not long. Are you ready? No, no, I'm not ready at all. Will you be ready in 75 days? Yep. Yeah, for sure. And you can guarantee that? Yeah, yeah, because I'll just bend time at the last second if anything goes off. So, yes, we're going to be ready in 75 days for the Kinetic Sculpture Race. The Kinetic Grand Championship. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you should probably get an air horn effect if you're going to be doing that. No, no, no one wants to hear an air horn effect. They love my voice. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, then. So, yeah, it's going to be awesome. We're all going to be on the plaza, and then we're going to, like, get away from the plaza as fast as possible for three days. You think that's the objective to the race? Well, I was kind of, like, simplifying it, in a way. Okay. Have we marinated enough? Um, actually, no, that wasn't the marinating. That was the pre-marinate. What are you talking about? Don't even worry about it. I... Want to talk about a paranormal case that I've been working on. You're working on a paranormal case without me? Well, no, I was just on the internet, and I went to a place where a bunch of people ask paranormal questions and bring paranormal theories. Oh, what place is that? Do you want, do you want to endorse it? I was on the um, paranormal subreddit. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, so Chris Intrepid, he was like, hey, you ever been in a thrift store and been like, he'll found like a, 
a crazy like sinkhole of dizziness and weirdness and like where you stand in one particular spot in a thrift store and it makes you feel weird and queasy. Oh, I, I don't think I've stood in that spot. Well, a lot of people in the comments were like, yeah, dude, I've totally found that spot in my local thrift store. I know what you're talking about. And Chris Intrepid's theory was that, like, every thrift store surely has a bad vibe object somewhere in the store because how could bad vibe objects not make it to every thrift store? But I had a different theory. Oh? Yeah, yeah. So uh, my theory is, like, all the stuff in a thrift store has some vibes on it, and it's not it doesn't have to be, like, bad vibes. It's just got vibes. And... If you bring all that stuff into one building with everybody's history and vibes and memories swirling around, it creates like an eddy of currents. And the eddy kind of becomes that little, that little sinkhole of swirly-whirliness. Yeah, that, that sounds accurate to me. I, I'll, I'll put my stamp on that theory. Thank you, Artemis. See, you're not all complaints. You're great. <sighs> so, what are we podcasting about today, Bartleby? Okay. I've been working on something, and I've got some theories I want to share with the world about about a song. Because I came across a video on on the internet, and... Is there all of your paranormal investigating on the internet? No, not all of it. Um, I, I get out, too, but I'm mostly lost in these drawers. So, anyways, I was on the internet, and then um, this, this, this video came about, and I'm, I'm going to play it. And I want you to describe what you see as we play it. Before you start it, let me describe this first frame. Here we are. I see the back of a man. He is an elderly man. He has gray hair on the top of his head. He has a dark complexion. He's sitting in a park. And there are and is surrounded by people enjoying their day at the park. That is an accurate description of what I see as well. Okay, I'm glad we agree on this. Okay, here we go. I'm going to hit play. And if you want to keep describing it a little bit, don't describe it too much. People need to hear the video. Oh, okay. So everyone seems to be just walking by him, ignoring him, or just doing their thing. He's singing a song. Yeah. He, he's singing Living on a Prayer. Oh. oh my. Yeah. Wow, that was something else. I did not expect that. Yeah, everyone just broke out into song all at once, the whole park. That is, what what would cause such a thing? I, I have some theories, actually. I'm, I'm developing a working theory on what happened there. My, this is certainly paranormal. The entire park broke out into song. Yeah. People were waving their arms in the air. Yeah. Just... Because he got to a certain lyric of a song? Yeah. What song was that? What do you mean, what song? Artemis, that was John Bon Jovi's Living on a Prayer. Well, John's just the singer, but Bon Jovi's the band. But Living on a Prayer, that was, that was a, a, a classic. My, my, quite, and quite spirited as well. Oh, wait, I think I know this one. This is from, was it the, the 80s? Yeah, the 80s, you remember. 
Well, I, I've done some time traveling. I can say I've been around. Okay, yeah. So, I think that the, I have a theory going on about what happened and why everyone started singing at the same time. Okay. My theory is, is that living on a prayer is like, it's become an anthem of the 21st century. Here, here, let me, let's go through the lyrics and break down living on a prayer because there's a, there's a, it's, it's encoded with a cryptic message that, that maybe you might have noticed. Okay, then. So, Tommy used to work on the docks. Who's Tommy? He, don't, don't worry about it. He, Union's been on strike. He's down on his luck. It's tough. So tough. Okay. Gina. Gina? Yeah, Gina. Gina works at the diner all day working for her man. Who's, who's man? Her man. Okay, so she's working for her man? Is that, is that Tommy? I'm not so sure. Maybe it's like the man. I don't know. So she brings her home her pay for love for love. She, she's doing it for love. Yeah, yeah. She says, you got to hold on for what we've got. What do they have? It's not much, because it doesn't make a difference if we make it or not. Oh, why not? Because we've got each other, and that's a lot for love. And we're going to give, we'll give it a shot. Okay, so, so Tommy and Gina are doing it for love? Yeah, because here we go. They're, whoa, we're halfway there. Halfway where? Whoa, we're living on a prayer. Take my hand, we'll make it, I swear. Whoa, living on a prayer. Okay, then. Do, do we have to go through the whole song like this? No, I think that's, I think that's, it just kind of goes on, like, in this direction for a while. Because Tommy and Gina, they're pretty hard on their luck. There's not a lot going on financially in their town because of the strike on the docks. And, you know, I gotta say, I think the reason why this song just, it really hit the zeitgeist in 1986 and it just kept hitting the zeitgeist. Why is that? Well, my theory is it's because of trickle-down economics. Oh. Oh, this podcast just took a turn. This is a subject matter I'm ready for. Oh, are you? Yes. I knew I could count on you, Artemis. Okay, yeah. So this is a trickle-down economics thing. Indeed. I imagine after 40 years of trickle-down economics, this song has only became more popular. Oh, by a lot. These lyrics have only become more true. If anything, it's a prophecy that Tommy and Gina are living on a prayer and they're only halfway there because everybody out there listening right now is like only halfway there towards paying their bills perpetually. We're always only halfway there. And at this point, it really does feel like we're, we're living on, on prayers. Oh, this is... This is a sad hypothesis, Bartleby. Yeah, well, it's it's a pretty sad song if it weren't for the fact. For love, we'll give it a shot. Okay, good point. Okay, so we were... Our love is going to get us through. That can be quite sad for anyone who, who maybe feels like they're having a lonely Valentine's Day. It's like a month past Valentine's Day. Let's not bring that up. Well, I'm just like using it as a metaphor. 
okay, yeah, okay, I, I get your metaphor, and I can't disagree except for the fact that that's an illusion. Love is not a couple. Love is not being like, oh, I got chocolates. No, that's not what love is. Love is like committing to what you believe in and like being there for it, no matter what. You know? You know, like like the song. You just do it for love. So it's just anything that, that means something to you is is love? Yeah, like you, you give yourself to it. It's the actions that go behind what you feel that describe the love. Like, for instance, the kinetic sculpture race. That's love. Because the only way that people could show up for that race every year, building those ridiculous contraptions and and doing the things they do on these like these these sculptures. These are bicycle-powered sculptures that people are decorating with love, and then they, they take that love, and they, they ride it on the roads and up sand dunes. That's not easy. And then down sand dunes that are super scary. That takes a lot of love. We'll give it a shot. You know? Yeah, you naturally are. I, I'm, I'm still not going to your kinetic sculpture race. It's not my race. Well, whatever. I'm still not going, but for the first time, I'm starting to get a sense of why you do this. Because of love. That's right. I do it for love. And we go, we go, we get wet for love. We, we camp out on a, on, a, on a damp and soggy beach for love. Um, we do a lot for love. For the kinetic sculpture race. It's a it's a powerful, powerful thing. Well, I am touched. Absolutely. So then, is did we finish did we finish? Can we wrap it up? Yes. Yes, we are. We are wrapping it up. So thank you everyone for coming out. This has been Metacosmos. I'm Barlaby Nehi, and I'm with my brother Artemis. We're the Kinetic Paranormal Society, and you are beautiful. You're a radiant, glowing being. And I, I I love you. So you guys should definitely check out our show, um, our, our Metacosmos show, where all the podcasts has back episodes. If you haven't listened to them, check it out. And also, I want to say thank you to Humboldt Hot Air, because Metacosmos is produced in association with Humboldt Hot Air. And, oh, oh, we have another podcast. Please don't tell them about the other podcast. It's the Kinetic Paranormal Society. Actually, there's no the. Just Kinetic Paranormal Society. You look it up wherever there's podcasts, and you can hear the the reenactments of our adventures, our real true-life adventures, in another dimension where we can get away with this stuff. So, yeah, thanks a lot. Check out Kinetic Paranormal Society. Isaac Bluefoot's our producer. He's awesome. I bully him a lot. I boss him around, and I get results doing that. So thank you so much, Isaac. And he has another podcast, as you probably already know, Superman, Son of L, the unauthorized biography of Clark Kent. And there's two seasons complete with like 32 chapters, including the prologue that you can listen to. It's really good stuff. Anyways, he also makes Omen Quest cards. Omen Quest cards are like super beautiful and somehow they help you get in touch with your feelings, but not like in an awkward way, but like in a super cash way where like you're just talking to your friends and accidentally get in touch with yourself without like anyone really figuring out what you were touching. It's awesome. 
So yeah, you should definitely get yourself a deck of Omen Quest cards at omenquestcards.com. Oh, and Isaac works really hard. And as you probably can tell, doing all this stuff, it takes a lot of energy. And he doesn't get paid a lot. Well, he gets paid a lot in love. But anyway, you can always support him at patreon.com slash bluefoot. And it's like just like two bucks a month. And he's like going to always produce crazy cool stuff. And you'll always know that you're contributing not just to the arts, but like a really avant-garde, cool, and wholesome arts. So, yeah, thanks for coming out. Do you want to thank everyone, Artemis? Thank you for letting me stop doing this podcast. Please write in and tell Bartleby that he can let me go. Yeah, that's a great idea. You should find us on social media. We're on a, all the social media platforms, and you can message us and send us paranormal paranormal questions and existential dilemmas. And you can do it anonymously. If you can just say, make this anonymous. I don't want people to know this is me asking. And I'll totally do that for you, because I know it can be really embarrassing. And I want to help you get through this. So anyways, thanks a lot. I love you. Bye-bye. No, please. Please make it stop. <laughs>